Thank you for tuning into the Walk in Truth Radio Network broadcast. Grab your Bible, get settled, and let's walk through the Word of God together. Let us now reason together and listen to see what God is saying to us today. Anybody wants to come and just give them two minutes about motherhood, their mother, their grandmother, what mothers have meant to them, and we'll just let the Holy Spirit lead us from there. Amen? Amen. Amen. Let's pray. Oh, gracious Heavenly Father, I just thank you today. I thank you for the fact that we can come worship you in spirit and in truth. Lord, I thank you for the fact that you've been with us all this time. You were better to us than we were to ourselves, oh, Father God. You have providentially provided everything that we needed, oh, Father God, and some of the things we wanted, Lord. I want to thank you for what didn't happen to me last week, oh, Father God, because, you know, there's some things that have happened, oh, Father God, that we can't explain, but it works in your plan. But, Lord, we thank you that it didn't happen to us, oh, Father God. And now I want to thank you for what did happen to us last week, oh, Father God, because you did provide for us last week. You did make us, you did wake us up in the morning. You did provide a way for us to buy some groceries and to have some heat and drive a car. We thank you, God, for the functioning of our limbs and being in our right mind, Lord. Lord, you're just so awesome. Lord, we just thank you. Again, that this, 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 this congregation can come together like we do and just praise God and praise his holy name. So we just thank God for you. 
Amen. 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 That's my phone. Okay. I'm like, why? Hold on, hold on. You know I'm about to, I'm about to snap. Okay. That's my. Let me snap on myself. Pastor, turn your phone off. Amen. Amen. All right, Mr. K, come on. Let's get it. Let's get it rolling. Amen. Amen. to see another Mother's Day. Yes. But it's the, the one that we really need to be thinking is Jesus. Amen. Because he's the one that's got us this far. Amen. And I'm so grateful on today that the Lord let me see 59 years. I'll be 60 this year. But 59 years. I done been through the worst pain. I know all of us done been through that. But when you hold on to Jesus and when you let him clean you up and when you let him Move those things out of your path. Yes. You feel more better. You know how to come in and give him a praise that you just don't even know you had inside of you. Okay. See, even though you're going through some stuff, you got to learn how to praise the Lord. Praise I know a lot of us today, we know it's Mother's Day, but you know what? Jesus is my mother. <laughs> yes. And I really I say that because he's the one to give me the strength. Mm. And this is it's a bittersweet day. Because my mom been gone for over 13 years. But one thing I learned from that lady, Lord have mercy, she was straightforward. She was honest. And what she would do, she would take care of others. She would raise others. And she would tell you, this is going to hurt me more than this is going to hurt you. And she would be so straightforward. And look where it got me yeah. But Amen. you know what? She was a God-fearing woman. Come on. She was a deaconess. Yeah. She, man, she sung in the choir. She did everything she could do for the Lord. And I'm so grateful to have a mother like that. But today, I just want to lift up Jesus. Amen. I want to lift up Jesus because you know what? Woo! They say something about the name of Jesus. Yeah. When he started purging, so let's go back to purging because a lot of us being purging, we don't even realize it. Somebody told me, an old man told me, girl, you're being purged. So I was just like, I don't know what you're talking about, big dog. That's how I talked to him. I don't know what you're talking about, big dog, but whatever you're saying, you know, it took a couple of days for me to realize that I was being purged from some things. And I had to look up the word. I was like, oh, what purge? That means removing some stuff out Hallelujah. of you. That means removing some yeah. stuff from your life. See, a lot of us going through a purging season and we just don't understand. We just don't understand. But when Jesus started working on you, he said, sometimes you got to go through the fire. Look, look at what they named Shaq, Rat, Me, Shaq, in the pit. Sometimes you got to sometimes you got to get in the pit where the fire is. But see, them boys believed on Jesus. They said, Lord, if we die, or Lord, if we don't die, you know I'm just paraphrasing because y'all, that's that's how I that's how I get it. That's how I get my understanding. But you know what? The Bible said when they came out, they ain't even smell like no smoke, no soot. So we gotta start standing on Jesus, just like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Because sometimes you go through the fire, you got it's just like making what them them thing called a sword. You know how they they put the flame on and they beat it. Yeah, yeah, Sometimes you gotta be beat behind the head. Boom, boom. The fire gotta be on you. You gotta be shaped right. 
In order to be shaped right, you got to go through the fire. Amen. Hallelujah. I know I know. I need to sit down because I know, woo, y'all, I could talk about how good God is. And I could talk about so many analogies on how God is working with me. And, and maybe it will help you. Amen. But you know what? I just want to uplift you guys and encourage you on the day. Amen. Do like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Hold on. Amen. Hold on. Amen. 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 Because I was being mothers to everybody else's kids, and I thank God for the preparation period. I thank God for my mom who sends her Mother's Day wishes to everybody, and I thank for all the mothers and aunties and grandmothers that I got to know as I grew up. And I just I know what God's gift is because every time I feel like I'm a, I'm gonna um, lose my mind, I come home to this, Amen. and this is God's joy. And I, so I know, if anyone should ever write my life story, for every reason it might be, you'll be there between the lines of my story. Jesus is the best thing that ever happened. Journey is the best thing Hallelujah. that ever happened. Yes, Jesus is the best thing yes, that ever happened to me. Amen. had to kind of raise her. But my mother today, look at her. That's right. She is such a blessing. She is a blessing. My mother has always been in church. Always taught us to go to church. She made us go to church. She ain't taught us. She made us go to church. Y'all going to church. We was kids. See, we didn't have a choice. She was our choice. You're going to go where you're going to get you, you know. <laughs> so we did what our mothers told us to do. That's why I said we all blessed. Those that have mothers, we're blessed. Because, you know, they teaches you a lot. My mother taught me everything. And one of the things she taught me is to love 
Hallelujah. And learn how to forgive. <coughs> she taught me to uh, don't be selfish. Hallelujah. She said, Levera, watch what you say. I don't always do that though, but you know. <laughs> I'm gonna do my talking. You know I'm a but you know, she just—it's—it's it's so much to say about my mother. You know, we in church, everywhere I go, she go. She came to praise Tabernacle with me when we got started, and we started all of that Missionary Baptist Church. We started there. I was in the choir and everything, and somehow I ended up leaving. We left. Now, then we end up going to Praise Tabernacle. We went to other churches, churches too, but we went to Praise Tabernacle and we joined there together. And then after that, we end up meeting some of the Praise Tabernacle people and we met Pastor. He wasn't a pastor at that time, he was my teacher. And I'm so happy to be here. Amen. Because he has taught me so much. I know it's not about the pastor, but because of him. This is where I'm at today. Amen. And today, I am a mother. All right. I'm a mother of two, a grandmother of five, a great grandmother of two. Amen. I thank God. And they all healthy. My mom has three kids, and they're all happy. One's gone. And I'm just, well, I'm sorry, four kids, and one's gone. But we have to cherish our mother yes. while we're here. Don't wait till she's gone and be whining and crying. Come on now. Because, you know, life is too short. Yes, it is. Yes. If you need someone to depend on, we're going to always depend on Jesus. Well, I am. But we got to depend on our mothers. Because the mother's the bread. You know, she take care of everything. So I love mine. And I thank God for my mother. And happy Mother's Day to all of you transition in 2015 but she was a sweet mother and matter of fact Lavera and Darlene used to take care of her when I had to work and my mother was sweet but she was straight she was straight up when you were wrong you had it coming well she was straight she didn't lie for you she didn't lie to you her word was her bond and I praise God, and I really missed her. But you know, the Lord blessed my mother to be on planet Earth for 92 years. Wow. Yes. 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 For 92 years, she got to see her children, her grandchildren, praise God. And I praise God for my son and my daughter. I'm the mother of two, a son and a daughter, a mother, a grandmother of four, three daughters, three granddaughters, and one son. And I praise God because, you know, we serve a mighty God. Amen. Amen. The breath that you breathe, unless he gave it to you, you can't do it. 
You can't even in exhale or inhale unless God bless you. But there's so many people that won't open up their mouth. But let them get in trouble. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. Help me. But I praise God for every mother. Because being a mother, you go just like Sister Kay said, you're going to go through the fire. But that, that fire purifies you. Amen. Amen. It you come forth as pure gold. If you didn't have any fire, you wouldn't know. And you go, but you know the word of God say, what counted all joy when you fall into divers temptation? Knowing that the trying of your faith worketh patience. We gotta go through. We live in the world, but those who are saved are not of the world. Because we have a Jesus that said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Amen. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Mm -hmm. And I tell you, when you go through, praise him. Yes. Praise him more. Because he will give you praise out of the abundance of your heart. Praise God. Praise the Lord, saints. Praise the Lord. I'll tell you what. Mother's Day has always been a sad day for me. But every year I get stronger. Amen. Uh, there were eight of us. Four girls and four boys. And we grew up in Baden. And we grew up in three little rooms. But my mother was such an awesome woman of God. She used to stand in the kitchen washing her dishes. Looking out the window, singing, walk with me, Lord. Hallelujah. Walk with me. Hallelujah. Walk with me. And I never understood what she meant. All the pressures of life. Can you imagine cooking breakfast for eight kids every, every day? When you go to the grocery store buying groceries. When it's time to go to school, you're buying eight pairs of shoes. Hopefully we might get a couple of, uh, a couple of outfits. My mother did a lot of goodwilling, which I do goodwilling myself even today. But one thing that I loved about my mother was that she was a praying mother. And I lost her when she was 45, April the 6th, 1976. And it took me a while to ask the Lord, well, my goodness, why did my mama have to go? And he said, Ava, I only take the best. And some people do their job in 10 years, 15, 20. We never know. And when I was a child going to church, I used to always wonder why we wore the carnations. Some would wear red and some would wear white. And I would always say, Lord, I'm so happy I'm wearing a red carnation. But then I learned to just say, thank you, Lord, for giving me the number of years that you gave me with my mother. My mother used to cook mush with cornmeal, water. We ate it. So people don't realize just to have a bath, a real. When we moved up to the cemetery and we had a bathtub, a real bathtub, we didn't know how to act. Hot water coming out of the, that's why you, you it's not the way you start, it's the way you yeah. And I thank my mother. I miss her. She's going to be 94 uh, June the 22nd. But I love her. And for all of you that have your mothers, 
cherish them, love them, because they are so precious. Go ahead. Oh, this is for my mom. I hope she watches this video. <laughs> I just want to say that I'm grateful, first of all, to be. This place is booming with ladies, first of all. So many, the men are obviously outnumbered. <laughs> um, and so I'm grateful for all the people that I've met along the way. Um, I've met so many women in my life growing up, coming to the U.S., a lot of motherly advice, a lot of people that have put me under their wings, and I'm so grateful for that. I just want to thank God for my mother-in-law. Um, I will share this video with her so she can watch. I love her so much. One of the things my mom always used to pray for me for was that when I do get married, that the family that I will marry into will love me. And so for my mom, it's one of the greatest blessings to have a mother-in-law that actually really, truly loves me. It's not, you know, you guys know how mother-in-law, daughter-in-law clash. But this doesn't, this is like Naomi and Ruth. <coughs> she loves me and I love her. And it's wonderful. I just love being around her. I tell Travis all the time. She's such a wonderful woman. She had five boys that she raised. And when I think of the struggle, because I always used to think that me coming from Nigeria, from the ghetto, the poor background, not, nobody can ever outwin, nobody can win me with suffering because I went through a lot. Then I, I come to see Travis and he tells me how their life was and, you know, how their mom, you know, took care of them and everything. And I'm just blown away. And I'm grateful to have such a wonderful woman in my life. And um, for my mom, I just want to, you know, say, my mom, Everybody's mom is the best. Everybody says that. But I think my mom is the best. My mom is the best. She, just like Sister Ava was saying, she did so much for us growing up. And something she used to tell me, you will understand when you grow up. When you grow up. And I'm like, you know, sometimes because you want all the answers at once. But she would say, because I don't know, she has so much wisdom. It's like Solomon. I know Solomon's wisdom, that was the end of it. Like, that's the last one. But I feel like my mom is up there with Solomon in terms of wisdom because she always has something for every situation that we went through. doesn't matter what it was that we're going through. It seems like she, well, of course, she grew, so she experienced all these things. She always had something to tell us. Um, and so I'm just so grateful for her. She did a lot for us growing up sold so many of our belongings to feed us, encouraged us so much. For me, I think the biggest thing is that she led us to Christ. It's the, the greatest blessing is to see your children embrace Christ. Nothing better than that. Even if you don't have money to give them, you don't have the best everything for them, just as far as they can accept Jesus. For me, that's the best thing. And she put, she prayed. I saw my mom wake up midnight to pray. You will hear the things she's saying. She's praying for her children. She's even up to today, she prays. And I'm just so grateful to have, you know, my mom in my life. Some days I think when I come to church and I hear, you know, someone's mom pass, I think about how how I would feel when that moment comes for me. But I'm just grateful for the now that she's here. She's healthy. She was sick a few weeks ago. She didn't even tell me. That's the kind of mom that I have. Because she, she knows I'm pregnant. She doesn't want to scare me. So she didn't even mention to me that she was sick and she was at the hospital. Um, and then she finally told me after she was better. Um, but I just want to thank God for the people that God has put in my life. For my mom. If my mom wasn't in my life, I know that I would not be standing here as a 
as a Christian woman because the things that we were surrounded by teenage pregnancy was on the high and my mom would twist your ear to make sure you're not part of those people that go and get pregnant. <laughs> it was it was so many things, but my mom was the um she took that word literally, spare the rod and spoil the child. Mm -hmm. She will use the rod on you whenever she has to. And sometimes she'll talk to you too. If it's words that you need, she'll give you. But she was very sensitive. She knew what her children needed. And I'm just so grateful. I tell her, I say, I pray that I can be half the mom that you are. Because you're such an amazing mom and I'm grateful. And I'm grateful for everybody here. My sweet sister Stacy. I'm grateful for all of you guys here. Um, and I just want to thank God for the family that I have here. Amen. Good morning, church. I want to give honor to my mother on today. My mother is still living. She's still with me. And I thank God for that. Um, my story is a little different. My mother and I clashed all the time when I was growing up. And we were estranged for a while. But God saw fit to keep her here on this earth we could come together and mend our differences and really, really grow to love one another and be with one another and respect one another and cherish one another. And now I can truly stand here and say I can honor my mother. The devil comes, you know, to try to keep, to divide families. And now I see what that was. It was the enemy that came because my mother has provided so much for me. I don't have a sad story. I had the best of everything growing up. I'm well traveled. My mother did those things. When she could have been partying with her friends, my mother had her kids. She took me everywhere. I've been to all over the United States because of my mother. In the summertime, she would take us on cruises and trips and, you know, to the islands and all of those things. And a spoiled child, Lord, you don't appreciate things until it's gone. So I am blessed to say I, she's still here and I can appreciate her and tell her how much I love her and appreciate her today. And she taught me a lot of things. She taught me how to, my father had children outside of the marriage. She would go get the kids and bring them to the house and love on them. And so I was raised with my stepsisters and brothers. Not many women would do that, but my mother did that. So that instilled something in me that when I got married, it wasn't under the same circumstances, but I knew how to love my stepchildren and treat them just like my children from the example that my mother set. My mother is an awesome woman and I'm just glad that she's still here with me today. Amen. Good morning to everybody. Good morning. I'm not going to talk long, but everything y'all, you all said, basically, that's how my mother was. But what I do respect a little about my mother, I just recently lost my mom, but everybody, you know, that's the respect more than the principle that she taught us. And uh, I miss her even right now. She would have been having a birthday coming up in about four weeks. She would have been 91. 
And you know, it's still fresh on me because I'm going through uh, accept, denial, acceptance, and all that. So, you know, I just lost my mom within the last 30 days. So, um, I just want to say thank you again for all your support to the whole, from the whole church. Welcome to Truth Ministry. And um, I hold on to the memories. I think about her. I try to laugh. I have days where I cry. But mainly, I appreciate what she taught me, taught all of us, and my brother been coming with me lately Amen. to church, and I thank God for that, so I know she would be happy about that. Amen. 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 Um, I would like to say a few words to honor my mom. She's very special to me. Um, well, let me tell you a story. Um, I sent her um, flowers for Mother's Day, right? <laughs> and so um, they were supposed to get there Friday, so I called her yesterday to see if she received them. I was like, Mom, did you get my flowers? And she was like, what flowers? I was like, you didn't get anything? And then she said, um, did they come in a box? I was like, yeah. <laughs> and she was like, she was like, are they real? I was like, yes. I was like, Mom, can you please um, get the flowers out of the box, <laughs> you know, before they suffocate? So, <laughs> so she's like, okay, let me call you back. So she called me back, and she got the flowers, and she put them in the vase that came with it and everything. And I was like, okay, Mom, did you get the candy that came with it? And she's like, no, there was no candy with it. I was like, really? I was like, it's supposed to be a box of candy to come with it. And so she said, no, I didn't get it. And so I was talking to her, and then um, a couple hours later, she texted me and said, I found the candy. <laughs> and that's after I had called the flower company and told them if she didn't get it, they gave me a refund. I'm like, oh. <laughs> okay, so yeah, that's the kind of mom she is. <laughs> but I really want to thank her because when we were younger, she um, allowed us to go to church with my uncle. He started a church, and he needed a choir. And it was four of us siblings, and so she said, "Okay, you can have you, you can take them. They can go and be your choir." And I thank God for that because that started my Christian journey. Amen. So I'm always going to be grateful um, to her for that. And she is a very special mom. She's still here, and I just bless God for her. And um, motherhood reminds me of something in Matthew, Matthew 23, where Jesus talks about um, he wanted to gather Israel as a mother hen gathers his chicks and put them under his wings. And I always think about motherhood when I think about that. You know, who doesn't want their kids to be covered and under their wings and love? And I always think about that's what Christ wants for us. He wants to cover us. He wants us to come under his teaching, you know, and just love us. And so that's how, that's what Mother um, Mother's Day reminds me of, Christ trying to love us. Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Amen. My mom left about oh, seven years ago. She lived to be 96. Amen. So we were truly blessed to have her all those years. My mom had a, a, a really difficult childhood. I think she, her mom ended up dying when she was like three or four years old. She ended up living with a stepmother who wasn't very nice to her. She says she found herself one day as a teenager underneath the house, because they were down in Mississippi, underneath the house contemplating doing bad things to the stepmother. Because her father, her father wasn't, you know, helping her out or anything. So she ran away from home. And she ended up living with her sister and she thrived <coughs> and everything. So five of us at the house. You know, she raised five of us, she and my dad and everything. 
Uh, one thing my mom taught me, and I think about it so much, is she said, treat people the way you want to be treated. She always told us that, and then she always said, be careful how you treat people. You never know who's going to have to hand you a glass of water. <coughs> and that's what I remember about my mom. Although, you know, all the cooking and the way she cared for us and everything. But my mom was a mom all the way to the end. I have to tell the story. Um, my mom had a stroke. And so, you know, she was paralyzed on one side. But she was still functioning. Mine was good and everything. And so one day, she, I was over there taking care of her. And she said, Jackie. And I said, what? In her weak little voice, she said, since when you say what to me? Because she's like 90-something years old. And I said, I said, oh, I'm sorry. I said, I'm sorry. I said, yes, ma'am. And then she told me what, what she wanted. But, you know, we, 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 we have to love on our moms. Uh, we have to be caring moms. Um, moms, because when you lose them, it's just, there's just nothing that can replace that. That's right. So, love on your mom every chance you get. Amen. And I know a lot of times I didn't have a, a gift for mom when I was going through some difficult times. I didn't have gifts for mom. And so what I would do, I would tell her, I said, Mom, I give her a card, and I'd write in there, Mom, whenever you want to go to church, let me know we go to church. So that she really appreciated, you know. And, I, and we would go to church, and we'd go out and have uh, lunch afterwards. And those are days that she appreciated. Or she'll call me up, and she said, Jackie, don't you want a milkshake? I'm like, I don't want a milkshake, Mom, but if you want one, we'll go. Mm -hmm. Go pick her up, go to McDonald's, get her milkshake. We might go down to Kingdom Plaza and just sit down and talk and, and watch what's going on. Mm -hmm. And I really, really, really miss those days. Those were some fun times for me with my mom. And I miss I'm through. Amen. Amen. Sorry. I ain't sorry. I ain't sorry. You know what? We gotta stop saying that. But you know what? It's 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 a it's a lady that's a mother and don't even realize it. She's so special. And she's a mother to this whole body. This whole body. She's so kind hearted. When she started opening up, I used to watch her all the time and I was like, this lady is too quiet. She don't say nothing. But the Sunday that she stood up and she said she wanted to speak on stepping out of your comfort zone. And ever since she spoke that message, this woman has opened up a door that she has no idea that she opened up. Because this whole body is starting to step out of their comfort zone. It, yeah, it took a little while. But this lady, she is so special. And I, I know a lot of us tell her Sometimes, but she is very, very special. Her smile cracks the pain. Her, her, just, just her, her presence, just have so much peace. Like I say, we don't know what nobody goes through, but this lady, I'm telling you, when she walk in the room and she has some problem with the man that she with, you wouldn't even know. <laughs> we, we, we look at her. She's so, she just so, you know, mellow every time. But I know that she have a side of her when she's really meek and kind about how she do it. But she can put you in your place. Don't get her wrong. Don't get her wrong. But I just want to say um, 
Sister Stacy Sutton, Mama Ben. We all your kids, baby. We all your kids. You always uplifting us. You always, hey Karen. I love it when she say that. But you, you, you know, when when none of us show up to church, she's calling you. She calls to make sure that you're all right. So me, you, Mama. Because you always checking up on me, and I know you keeping knucklehead in place. <laughs> so I just wanted to, to stand up and, and give her some honor, too. I'm just joking, y'all. But, you know, we all know, but, you know, this lady has, she, she means so much to me. And I'm not just saying that because I'm standing up here. I watched her from day one when I came into walking to and I was like, that lady too quiet. She always got her head down. She always ain't looking at nobody. But I watched her the entire time and I seen, I seen the peace that she had. And I get emotional because I was like, how can somebody have that much peace? Dealing with all these different attitudes and personalities. Well, she done it. And Pastor, I want to thank you like you say, 10 years or whatever, I want to thank you for marrying her. Because I don't know if anybody else could handle all this going on in here. So, Mama Bear, I just want to give you your flowers. I want to thank you for being a mother of this body. And I, most of all, I want to thank you for following Christ and letting him lead you, lead you on a day to day basis. Amen. Come on. Come on. You know I'm going to let Mother go first. She got to say. Go ahead. Mother, you take your time. There you go. Go ahead. But I just want to thank God for being here. Thank God for my church family, all of you all. You all have been so great. I appreciate each and every one of you all. And thank God for my pastor Sutton and Sister Stacy. I thank God for him giving us a platform to get up and speak because everybody don't get that opportunity. So I thank God for that. I thank and praise God for that. And I just love each and every one of you all. And even though I didn't have my mom growing up, I thank God for giving me women in the life that taught me hygiene and taught me how to take care of my children. Amen. When, even though it was a, 10 of us, it's still, they weren't old enough to teach me the things that the women that God put in my life to teach me. Amen. So I really thank God for everyone and everybody. Thank God for the love that I, you all have given me and that has showed me. I really appreciate it. Praise and I'm just going to read this little prayer. Amen. It says, she opens her mouth with wisdom and the teaching of kindness on her tongue. That's Proverbs 31, 26. Good morning, Lord. We come today asking for a covering and protection over all mothers. Lord, we are standing in the gap for those moms who are dealing with depression, worry, and anxiety. Lord, replace their anxieties with the ability to trust you. Deflate their depression and replace it with delight in knowing they can conquer all things through you. We come asking for strength for the moms that are weary from all their responsibilities and keeping their families intact. Lord, prop them up on every leaning side and let them realize it's okay to lean on you. Lord, please keep all mothers wrapped up in your loving kindness. Let them be able to find time to refuel and refresh 
we know you rest on the seventh day, so moms need to rest too. Lord, give mothers wisdom so they can import into those who cross their path. Thank you for all the praying mothers and the fear they shed while keeping us covered in prayer. Teach us as moms how to truly let go and let God. Please booster our resolve as we are always reminded you are in control of every situation. Lord, please let mothers circle around each other, giving them possible positive encouragement, becoming each other's source of inspiration and support. Give mothers the patience they need to be still and wait on, wait on you. Lastly, Lord, we want to say thank you, Lord, for all you have already done for all of the mothers in the land. Thank you for being an all-knowing, all-seeing, and all-wise God who never fails his children. Thank you for your example of love and sacrifice as it is, as it is a roadmap to our, to our mothers. Lord, thank you for motherhood, mothers, moms, and all those in a nurturing motherly capacity, aunts, grandmas, grandmothers, godmothers, and foster mothers. In Jesus' name, I thank you, Lord, and I thank God for my children also. Amen. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Amen. For all these wonderful, wonderful testimonies about mom. Um, there's not enough time for even begin to talk about my mom, and I'm not, because I want to I want to honor all moms. Every woman that's in this congregation <coughs> is a mom. Whether you've had children or not, God had made you a woman, and women have children. There's an assault on womanhood. That's true. And what society has decided to do is water down what God made good. Yes. Only a woman can be a mother. Don't tell me about some other thing. Because that ain't God. Don't tell me that because you wear a wig, you a mom. Because he a mama is made by God. And she was made a woman before she was made anything else. So don't ask me, do I know what a woman is? Because I know. Society don't dictate to me what a woman is. God does. And with the solemn manhood, we got to lift women up. Because women, you are fighting for your godly identity right now. At the hands of a strange patriarchal system. I pray for you. You need to stand up. You need to know that you're a woman and God made you a woman. You need to be proud of that because God has a special relationship with women and mothers. Amen. And I'm not going to be before you long. But I just want to remind you that none of us would be here without a mom. Right. There is something mysterious and magical and spiritual that happens within the womb of a mother. Come on, In that dark place, God intervenes mm -hmm. and brings two together to become one. Amen. In that dark place, you are formed and fashioned, and God say, he knew you before you 
what? Before the earth was even created. Before the foundation of the earth was created, he knew you. And he knew the mother he was going to put you in. And then the Bible talks about mothers bringing forth children in pain. And I, and, I, and I pondered that. I know it's part of the curse of the fall, but you know God wanted you mothers to feel what he feels when he birthed creation. There is a pain that happens when anything is grown. If you think about when you work out, you work out hard and you feel the pain of the resistance and you grow from it. When a child is born, there's a resistance. And out of that resistance comes that beautiful child. Motherhood. It's not like fatherhood. Let's not play with it. <laughs> Mothers are always concerned. Mothers always care. Mothers always have compassion. From the day you're born, your mother is going to be the one that no matter what you do, she's going to have hope in tomorrow. She's going to believe that there's going to be a brighter day. Your father may say, you know what, I'm giving up. But your mama never gives up. When you're sitting in courtrooms, when you're sitting in courtrooms, and everybody else has walked away from you, your mama will sit there with a Bible in her hand and hope in her heart, and she's talking to God about her grown child that's sitting up there. Even though they might have done wrong, she wants some relief of them. Yes. Motherhood loves sacrificially, and motherhood loves to a fault. Sometimes mothers love so much they can't see none of the things that's wrong with their children. They believe that bad young man and that bad young girl got some good in them. She always cares. No matter how sick you get, no matter where you at, your mother's going to find you. And your mother's going to come take care of you. She's going to think nobody else can take care of her baby better than her. You can be 50, 60 years old. If your mother's alive, you her baby. Because the care that mothers have supersedes anything else. That's why I know how God made you. God made you in that form of fashion. He shaped you so beautifully. He shaped you with a saddle on your hip. Because I've never ever understood how mothers can put that baby on that hip and walk miles. They can strap that baby on and get to stepping and that, and that baby locked in there. When me and my granddaughter went to the zoo, I watched my daughter. She picked her up, put her here, and we was walking through the zoo. I hold it like this, and I'm like, look, I'm tired. Mothers have endurance. Mothers have patience. Yes. And I can't say this is a mother's are from God. Yes. Thank you. The first mother, as we know, is Eve. Mm -hmm. Let's open up our Bible. So let's get a few scriptures in here. And we're going to read them in succession. I want you to go to Genesis chapter 3, verse 20. And then I'm going to want you to go to Proverbs 31, 25 through 30. Genesis chapter 3, verse 20. I'll tell you when to read more of it. And when you get there, say amen. 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 And then go ahead and stick a pen in Proverbs 31, verses 25 through 30. Let's see how God started off motherhood. Read, Marvin. 
the man called his wife named Eve because she was the mother of all living. She the, no, she was the mother of all living. Mm -hmm. He called her Eve because she was Zoe. Zoe means she was the mother of life. Amen. So kids that are named Zoe, that's what it means. It means life. She was the mother of all life. And what he meant was she would be the mother, the first mother of all creation of human beings. Can you imagine being the first after the fall, leaving the perfect garden, knowing that she would have to bear children in pain, but nonetheless, she will be honored above all. Being that she's a mother of creation, we must sit back and think about all the things that mothers go through, how much suffering they go through just in being a mom. Suffering that builds that character, suffering that builds that patience, suffering that is so holy that it's unbelievable because again, I've watched mothers over the years pray when all else has failed. Mothers have this special relationship with God. Women have this special relationship with God to the point that the first person that Jesus introduced himself to to be the Messiah was a woman at the well. Yeah. And even though this woman was maligned by society, she was a woman that sought after God. Even though she might have been misguided being a Samaritan, she had enough in her to know that she wanted to live in water. When we move further down, we see mother a, a mother named Deborah. Mm -hmm. A woman that was willing to go to battle when the man was cowering. Mm -hmm. and, and the Bible says God called her to be a mother to a whole nation, to Israel. Mothers don't have to be, have children naturally. They can be mothers of a whole nation or a whole congregation. Mm -hmm. They can lead from the front or they can lead from behind. Yeah. Mothers are so special that no matter where you put them, they're going to succeed in what they do. Yeah. Because mothers are faithful. Mothers don't measure success by how many. They measure success by how much they love. Come on. Then you move down the Bible a little further. You look at Elizabeth, the mother of John the Baptist. Can you imagine having a child that's a little different? That was born into the priesthood but didn't want to put on the priestly clothes. He wanted to run around in the wilderness and eat honey and locusts in a modified Tarzan suit. Can you imagine the church ladies coming to her saying, you know, there's something special about your boy. He's a little different. He was like a modern day Sheldon. He is so funny. But can you imagine? She never gave up on him. It was in her womb when, when Mary came with Jesus that, that, that the Holy Spirit acknowledged and made it jump in her womb. Can you imagine at that point, I'm sure she knew her child was going to be more special than she ever could imagine. And can you imagine as she watched him grow up in the wilderness and begin to preach how proud she was. And the church folks stopped talking about him then. Because, because the Israelites were coming to get baptized by John the Baptist preaching repent. 
for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Come on. Can you imagine how proud she was to see thousands and thousands of people walk 20 miles to see her special son? Yeah. That people had discarded, maligned, set aside, couldn't believe it. But see, mothers birth a nation. Mothers birth pastors. Mothers birth ministers. And again, what I want to say is, look at God. Let's go back to Hannah. Hannah didn't have a child. Hannah was barren. But she prayed to God. She prayed to God. She, she, she sought out God's face. Her prayer was so deep it couldn't even be uttered. And when the man of God looked at her, he thought she was drunk. Mm -hmm. See, don't think mothers are drunk when they be quiet. That's when they're the most dangerous. Come on. Come on. I can imagine Hannah walk, rocking back and forth and moving her lips and nothing coming out. And that foolish man walking over talking about, hey, it's too early to be drinking. <laughs> but she said, no, my Lord. I got something I need to talk to God about. Mm -hmm. And language is not going to help right now. I need to commune with the spirit of God in a quiet way. She had that quiet power. God heard her and, 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 the, and, the, and the priest said to her, as you have desired. But mothers are not selfish either. Because even when, when Hannah got what she wanted, she gave him back to God. She didn't keep him for herself. This is what she always wanted. But she understood that it was a gift from God, and so she gave that baby back to God. And we know that God, that baby known name is Samuel. Great judge, prophet, and a man of God. All because a mother prayed. You just never know what a mother can do when she prays. I know the Bible says when the saints pray, it avails much. But I think when mothers pray, it's just something else extra on it. Amen. Because God had that special relationship with mom. Because if he's the creator and creation comes out of you, there's a special spiritual relationship because you are a woman. Amen. And therefore, you are a mother. God has done so much through motherhood. So many mothers have suffered. So many mothers have been, like I said, went through the fire. Mothers will cook for you when nobody else will cook for you. Mothers will wash your clothes when you come home from college. Knowing that you, that you bought a whole truckload for home. When you go off to college, I used to, I used to look forward to coming home because, you know, every child got his favorite dish. And your mama know how to cook it just right. Your mama know how to get in that kitchen and you know that dish. What you want, boy? I say, well, mama, I want some pork chops and I want some some uh, some sweet potatoes and some greens. She like, okay, okay, okay. And she said, boy, I ain't got time to do it, but you know what? You go away, come back in about two hours. It's all done. <laughs> mothers always throw you a curve. But mothers believe in their children. Mothers try to guide you in the right way. Mothers try to look out for you. Back, and you don't need to go there, but go and look. Second, uh, Second Timothy verse 1 and 5 and 3, and 3 and 5 talks about the fact that even Timothy was taught the word of God by his grandmother and his mother. His grandmother Lois and his mother Eunice taught him the word of God. Paul acknowledged that the faith that Timothy had up to that point was given to him by his mother. 
A lot of times the only scripture and the first scripture you may see or read or observe is through your mom. That's right. And it's something about single moms who have to take on the role of father and mother. Mm -hmm. There's a special blessing for them. Because I've seen some single moms raise a whole lot of children to do a whole lot of good for this dying world. Amen. She doesn't ask for much. She just asks for her children to appreciate what she is sacrificed for. When Mother's Day comes, she may get something. She may not get anything. <coughs> but if her kids just pick up the phone and say, Mama, I love you, that's good enough for her. Because mothers don't require a whole bunch. But they need to be respected. Again, in this time in society, motherhood is being pushed aside for some, some kind of strange thing. Some kind of weird thing. Some kind of thing that's not of God. Then you move further down the line. You've got Mary. Mary was the mother of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Mary was told by the angels that she was going to have God in corner. She didn't waver. She didn't, she questioned. Not what the spirit was going to do, but was she worthy to have the God? And God moved on her. And can you imagine her watching Jesus grow up? Being born in a manger, but loved him just the same. And you know something about being growing up poor? You don't really know you're poor until you tell somebody tell you. You just growing up. See, to you, three rooms is just three rooms. That's where I grew up with. I didn't know there was more rooms till you go to till I saw somebody else that had more rooms. But we were just as happy as anybody else. You didn't have to figure out who you was going to play with when you had a large family because they was right there for you to play with. And mama ruled it all. If two got out of hand, they go sit over there and the other was a pay. Mother ain't scared to get that belt on you either. Many times, and your mother ain't too old. What did mother say? I ain't too old to get you, get you now. That's the beauty of motherhood. They never too old for anything they want to do. Even me and my brother got old and, and tall and strong. Instead of using a belt, my mama took a broom. <laughs> and when my brother got into a fight, kind of we were up, you know, I was in my 20s, he was in his teens, and we kind of got into a little tussle and match. My mama broke two brooms over us. <laughs> but mothers are important. Yeah. And mothers are called of God. Yes. To me, there's no such thing as a bad mom. And the reason why I say that, because if we, if we start labeling moms bad, what comes out of them may be the savior of the world. Come on now. Some conditions are hard for mothers. And this day and age, we always want to push those aside who are struggling. When we need to be embracing these young mothers Come on. who don't really understand how to be a mother. Yeah, 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 they did what it take to become a mother, but they don't understand what it's like to be a mother. And then once the, the child gets here, the older women should teach the young women how to be mothers. Amen. Amen. How to be mothers. How to learn, love their children, care for their children, 
be concerned about their children, but more importantly, show compassion for your children. Amen. Mothers are always have been compassionate. Mother will always have a kind word. Mother Golson, I've never heard her say an evil word. Even when I've gotten very upset, rightfully so, she will always give you a break. Mothers will always look at the other side when you only want to look at one side. So let's look at Proverbs 25 through 30. Go ahead and read, Mark. Through thir yeah, through 30. Go, go ahead, just read. 31? 25 to 31, go ahead. Strength and dignity are her clothing. Let's read a little loud. Strength and dignity are her clothing. Now think about this. Mothers are clothed with strength and dignity. Think about this. Every time a mother wakes up and decides to take care of her family, she put on strength and what? Dignity. That means she's upright. She ain't bent over. She ain't complaining. She just get the job done. You don't know how she gets it done. Sometimes you just wake up and it's done. How many times you woke up and your Christmas present was under the tree and you, don't, you didn't hear nothing? Mothers went out and worked two and three jobs because strength and dignity, dignity is what she puts on every day. She don't even take it off when she go to sleep. Because if she hear a bump in the night, she getting up to go see what it is. She'll hear it before everybody else hears it. Because she knows something has unsettled her peaceful home. Read. And she laughs at the time to come. So the mother is always positive about the time to come and she laughs. She looks forward to the future. No matter what your past is, she believes there's going to be a brighter day. Amen. So she believes that, that tomorrow will bring a sunshine. She understands weeping endure for the night, but joy comes in the morning. When your mother wakes up and sees the sunshine, she sees the possibilities for her children. Amen. Yes. Yeah, I know what you did while you was in the darkness, but I see daylight now, and I know that God can, and he will. Yes. Read. She opens her mouth with wisdom, and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. See, she opens her mouth with wisdom. Wisdom is just not acquiring knowledge. Wisdom is that you can acquire godly knowledge, and you're able to apply it to your life. Amen. From your mother's knee, you get the wisdom of God. <coughs> a lot of times, that's all. That's the only place you're gonna get it. Mm. For a lot of us, our mothers were the ones who taught us the Word of God, who taught us how to pray, who taught us how to give, who taught us how to do the things that we do for God. Mothers were there because she had the wisdom, and she has this thing called kindness. I talk about Mother Gines all the time because I remember every time a young minister coming up, and uh, I used to preach. And Mother Gines, I used to come out for uh, Sunday school just to get to see how many people were there. And Mother Gines would, 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 would usher me over and do like this. And she'd give me a little bag of candy. Mm -hmm. And in that candy were peppermints and butterscotch. Mother Gines didn't know I didn't like butterscotch. <laughs> but it's not the fact of me not liking butterscotch. It's the fact that she thought enough of me to be kind to me. Amen. At a time that I needed kindness. And it got to the point where I received so much butterscotch, I had a drawer full of butterscotch in my own. <laughs> but it meant something to me. Because even though she didn't, get, she didn't know what I really liked, the butterscotch represented her kindness. Because mothers are kind when you don't need no kindness. When they could be going off on you, telling you off, 
that for some reason or another, they can sense that you need somebody to lift you up right now. Yeah, the world has criticized you, put you down, put you in your place, and you're facing the consequences of your decision, but your mama going to say, it's going to be all right. My mama and my daddy told me, son, you paid your debt. Don't let nobody hold you back. Come on. I don't care what nobody say. You my child. Come on. Mamas will say that. Good fathers will say that. It don't make no difference. If you're still here, you still have potential. Amen. And mothers exude that confidence. Not necessarily confidence in you, but confidence in the God that she serves. Because God brought her through. So she don't understand why y'all don't understand God can bring you through too. Read. She looks well to the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Mother's always busy. Sweeping, mopping, cooking, sweeping, mopping, cooking, sweeping, mopping, cooking. Going to the store, help people out. Mothers, mothers, mothers. Working. I remember I used to see my mom at the kitchen table with all this paper. I ain't know what it was. But she working before she go to work. She doing stuff that I, that you know, she was mama to me. But to the to the VA system, she was this super nurse. I didn't know I knew my mother dealt with hemodialysis. I knew my mama dealt with kidneys, but I didn't know she was part of the, the, the group that created the hemodialysis system for the VA hospital. She was just what to me? Mama. And you know what? No matter how hard my mom worked with the unit that she ran, she came home every day and cooked us something. She didn't use her job to say, well, I can't be a mama because I got too much work to do. And when they tried to move her to Washington, D.C., you know what a mother do? She look out for her husband. She told them people, she said, that's good, I'll go. But do you have a job for my husband? And what's the school system like for my kids? See, she wasn't chasing the dollar. She was looking out for her family. And when they couldn't answer affirmative or give a positive answer to that question, she said, I'll just stay right where I'm at. My mama used to go to games. In the stands, I could look up and I could see her. Jingling her keys. (laughs) Cheering me on. And then one time when I got knocked under a bench and I was knocked out and they were standing around me, couldn't nobody stop my mama from coming on that field. <laughs> my mama moved all the horses out the way. <laughs> I, look, I come to and I'm looking at my mama. I'm like, what you doing here? <laughs> and when she knew I was all right, she walked right back up in them stands. <laughs> Mothers, don't tell me what a mother won't do for their babies <laughs> and the ones they love. Read. Her children rise up and call her blessed. Her husband also, and he praises her. So she gets praise from her children and from her husband if she's married. In today's time, we got, we, some reason or another, because society and culture, our children just don't acknowledge our mothers like they should. They've been told that, you know, their mother's insignificant and not important. But see, for those of us who are in Christ Jesus, we know how important our mothers are. And we need to continue to lift them up. And if your mother's still alive, you need to wake up and call them blessed. Amen. You don't need to sit back and wait another day. Amen. You know, pick up that phone and say, Mother, I love you because you are a blessing to me. Amen. Whatever I go through, I wouldn't be wherever I am if you didn't bring me into this world. 
So many times, we know so many children that didn't make it into this world for one reason or another. But if you made it, that means your mom loved you. If you made it, that means your mom cared. If you made it, you may be the one who your mom thought the brighter day would come through. Because you're here, you are obligated to honor and cherish your mom. Because there's none like her. You only get one. And then you have surrogates. But it's something about the one that's much different from everybody else. It's something about motherhood that's different from any other kind of relationship. It means so much to each and every one of us because we all come from a mom. Read. Many women have done excellent, but you surpassed them all. Thank you. And we'll stop right there. Many women have done a lot of things. Many men have done a lot of things. But you know what, mom, ladies, if you out there and you a mom of any kind, you have surpassed them all. Amen. That's the beauty of motherhood. Because motherhood is about growing and growing and growing and growing until God calls you home. And when God calls you home, he can say, good and faithful servant, job well done. Not for how much time you spent in the church, but the fact that you trusted God with your life, your family, and your friends. And it's something about a mother who prays. The Bible it says for a husband that we don't treat our wives right, the mother of our children right. And we go to pray. Isn't it interesting? God say, man, your prayer is going to be hindered. God, God didn't say that for us to her. He said that, he said that if you don't treat your wife, the mother of your children, right, and you come to me, you need to reverse yourself. Go back and get it right with her because she's the mother of your children. Because if you come to me, your prayer is going to be hindered. You might as well pray to the wall because I ain't listening. How you treat your mother a lot of times is how you treat your God. Mm -hmm. some, some of us don't have respect for our mom like we should. And you don't have respect for God because God gave you the gift of mother. As much as mothers, as much as uh, the, the life of nations come through mothers, but mother's a gift within itself. Think about it. When, he, when, when, when Adam woke up from a deep sleep, he had a wife. And when Adam was time, he told, he told him, be fruitful and multiply. And then Adam said, your name is Eve, because you're the mother of all creation. You are the Zoe. It starts and finishes with mom. And we thank God for that. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Oh, Grace Heavenly Father, I just thank you. I thank you for mother. I thank you for giving them to us. Lord, I pray a special blessing over all women and mothers. Lord, watch after them. Keep them. Continue to pour into them. And let them continue to birth a new generation. Lord, give them wisdom. Give them strength. Continue to, continue to pour into them so they can be dignified. Lord, they have a special relationship with you. And we just thank you, Lord. So, Lord, bless all the mothers out there today, this day, and every day. And, Lord, continue to guide them by the power of the Holy Spirit. I pray, amen. Amen. Amen.
Thank you for tuning in to the Walk in Truth Christian Fellowship Church broadcast on the WITRN network. Come join us every Sunday at 9 a.m. Central Standard Time for Sunday worship. Bible study is held on Tuesdays at 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. We are located at 3006 North Lindbergh Boulevard Suite 711, St. Louis, Missouri, 63074. All are welcome and we look forward to seeing you soon.